Hello everyone and welcome to Sports Talk with David and Mobile. I got my buddy uh, Stephen Koontz on, on the phone this time. A little bit different for him. Um, it's late. The Super Bowl just ended uh, like you know 20 minutes ago. I was at a buddy's house just kind of giving you guys the background. Um, I'm actually driving right now, but I'm not focused on the the electronics of this, the show and how it all works. Uh, I'm driving. I'm safe. So just want to let everybody know if there's any policemen out there, I'm safe in doing this. If something goes wrong, it's just going to go wrong, and uh, that's just how it's going to be. So if anybody hears any external no noises, you know that I am driving while uh, podcasting. But anyway, this, like I said, a different episode today. Uh, my buddy Stephen Koontz on the phone. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing wonderful, man. It's an honor to be here on your podcast. I'm beyond excited, uh, especially your Super Bowl edition. And uh, now that we have a new Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Uh, LA, I'm not, I was actually rooting for the big Bengals. But I'm I'm not mad that LA got it done. I I I, I was too. Uh, I was rooting for uh, the the Bengals as well because well I mean I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan as everybody from the show and you've been listening for a long time you know that you know that's the case that I'm an uh, Arizona Cardinal fan and that you know the uh, Rams are a rival but. They went all in this year, and they and they got it done. But uh, anyway, um, I'm right there with you, bud. Uh, the, but anyway, the, the bulk of what we're talking about today is um, I asked Stephen to join me, and I, um, you know, we're talking mainly about the the trade that went down in the NBA uh, with Ben Simmons and James Harden to disgruntled uh, point guards, or, well, I guess it's just guards in general. Um, well, you call them, you call them, you still can call them guards. I mean, they are basketball players, but they're, you know, that you know, they, they are guards, shooting guard and, and point guard. Um, oh, yeah. You know, for other, for other, uh, other things involved too, but that was the big thing. But, on, on a, on a post, with, to get everybody caught up, I shared a tweet and my response to a tweet of a poll that uh, 98.7 FM Arizona Sports uh, Bickley and Murata posted and was and was asked on their on their Twitter which uh, which which three point guards if you had to choose um, um, for to to trade for or to, or to start, I can't remember how it was worded, but um, whether it's James Harden, um, Ben Simmons, or uh, Russell Westbrook, um, and uh, I, I voted. Full disclosure: I voted for James Harden, but in the reply, ladies and gentlemen, I said I wish neither were an option, and. Stephen yeah. Stevens 
disagrees with me. So Stephen, tell everybody why you why you disagree, and I'll I'll uh, I'll tell you you know my reasoning. So I disagree with I, like I disagree with the whole James Harden as a point guard uh, for this very reason. He could never you know he's a great he's a great phenomenal playmaker. He's a great one of the greatest scorers we've seen in the game of basketball. But as far as someone I build my team around, and I agree with you, I would I would pick I mean I would I would pick Westbrook and Ben Simmons in a heartbeat. I would pick James Harden outside. He would he would be the one guy that I would pick. And I say this because one, James Harden is is unstoppable when he's in his uh, James Harden mode, which we've seen him with him in Houston. <coughs> now. Once he once he left Houston, he's been a different player. He still shows signs of a bad man, but you know he's he, he's not the same player. That that he James. If you think if you look back to when uh, Russell Westbrook, because him and James Harden played on, on the same team in Houston, they played the Lakers in the playoffs. They were uh, Russell Westbrook was burnt out. You know he had went to. Houston to play with his good friend James Harden, and when we when we look at it, um, Westbrook even took a step back and played the two guard, so James Harden could play point guard. And when we watched them two play in Oklahoma City, Westbrook was the point guard, James Harden was the two guard. And yeah. what did James Harden do? James Harden left OKC. Yeah. If James Harden had to let OKC, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, uh, uh, Jer- uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Green, uh, Jeff Green that played for Perkins, they, 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 I, I guarantee you that team would probably have about five championships. Now that's a debate, but I, you're dealing with three superstars, three of the top five players the past, we'll say 10 years in the NBA um, with a good argument. All of them have over 12 all-star appearances. Yeah. But, you know, they there was a reason why James Harden ran from OKC. Yeah. You know, at the time, he, he wasn't a superstar, but he wanted to be the main guy. Yeah. And what we've seen when he went to Houston was he became stat hunter. And even when, if you watch them in OKC, when they all played together, they wasn't as tech hungry as they are now. Yeah. And uh, so, James Hart played in Houston for a long time. We'll just say that. And he ended up eventually running the point guard. James Hart was a two guard. And even when he played for OKC, people were calling, calling um, for crazy for saying, you should bench Westbrook or play him at the two guard and let James Harden run the point guard. I think that was the reason James Harden left OKC, but he really wanted to be the man. He didn't want to play behind KD and he didn't want to play behind Westbrook. And he also had a love for script. He had a he had a heart for the fast life. He had a life for the entertainment and you know, so that that distraction with wanting to be the main attention and that's when he really became the beard is 
what landed him in Houston? Well, we we saw even Kobe Bryant said, you know, James uh, James Harden is a hell of a talent, but the truth of the matter was, you can't you cannot win championships by the way he plays. So so I share that on James Harden. Like I said, I'm not discrediting his skill. I think he's a beautiful basketball player, but as far but with James Harden, he's a stat hungry player. And you cannot end with, you know, as your main player. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, with Westbrook, uh, the, uh, the, the, prop, the thing about Russell Westbrook, is, uh, I'll just kind of go ahead and throw him in the mix. I, I separate Russell Westbrook from James Harden for the simple fact that regardless of Westbrook going Westbrook mode and shooting crazy shots and trying to play hero ball, Russell Westbrook got the endorsement from Kobe Bryant with the Mamba mentality, yeah. uh, with the killer instinct, and he averaged three years of triple doubles, and he won uh, two uh, foreign championships. People don't realize that he also was is a very accomplished basketball player who, who, by, by, who, who in fact played uh, played shooting guard and point guard in college for UCLA uh, with Darren Collison. And that's what landed him to deal in the NBA in the first place. Yeah. And so uh, people people uh, say Russell Westbrook's a stat-packing player, but I, I, I argue against that. And I say that, uh, I don't say it lightly, I say it seriously, and I, I hope that the listeners can kind of hear me out. Yes, Westbrook is also a fashion guru. He has hobbies outside of basketball, which I feel like takes away from him being a player like something like you know like our old school players like Michael Jordan, Steve Nash, you know players that just focus on basketball, Kobe Bryant. But one thing about Russell Westbrook is he's always been loyal. Out of the three um, stars from Golden, I mean from OKC, Russell Westbrook was the most loyal one. He uh, he he wanted to stay in OKC. He reminds me of uh, Bradley Beal who. Who doesn't? And Dame, Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, who they they're still with their respective teams and they want to win, yeah. you know. And, uh, and so uh, the narrative is Russell Westbrook is not a good team player. He's not a good teammate. But you got players like Paul George and other teammates that say Russell Westbrook was their most favorite player to play with. Yeah. And so I say I say that to say this. When Russell Westbrook got traded to the Rockets and he joined his former friend, James Harden, who begged him to come play with him because uh, what we don't realize is Oklahoma City, they did Russell Westbrook right. They they uh, they let him go where he wanted to go. And, 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 and I'll say this because you're going to bring up this point guard soon, but James Harden played with Chris Paul. Yeah. And one of in the Houston, and that's who um, they traded Westbrook for is Chris Paul. That's yeah. how Chris Paul ended up with OKC. Which, when Chris Paul went to Oklahoma City, that team was not supposed to go to the playoffs. That team was not supposed to contend. Yeah. And they kind of and they kind of wanted to run Chris Paul off at like 33 years old, but or even 34, 35. But they, but but Chris Paul. 
stay true as a point guard. Yeah. He played team ball. And, I mean, Chris Paul is one of the best point guards to ever do. As true point guard, Chris Paul's up at all these. Sure. He's been one of my favorite guards. Uh, Darren Williams and Chris Paul, they, they came in on together. Darren Williams didn't last long. He, he ended up getting out of the league. Uh, and, I, and I blame LeBron James and Cleveland for marrying him when he went there. He was only like 30 years old when he got there and they just buried him. You know? That's yeah. what happens to guards when you go to the wrong team. Sure. And that's what, and, and, and I say that because that's what it seems like the league's trying to do to Ben Simmons. Not, and, I, and, I'll talk, and I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute, but you got, you got uh, Chris Paul who changed the narrative. Got that Oklahoma City team through the playoffs, but yet they were still stupid and they let him go. And he wanted to stay. He really wanted to stay, yeah. but they they still let it go, and Phoenix got blessed. But you got, but but uh, Chris Paul and James Harden would have won a championship, in my opinion, if Chris Paul hadn't got hurt. Because James Harden, for just a moment, bought in to play as an off-ball player, and, and there was moments where him and Chris Paul would collide because. There would be days where James Harden was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I want the ball. I want to score. And Chris Paul Chris Paul played off the ball for James Harden. But yeah, I think if they would have, if, if Harden would have bought into Chris Paul, uh, Chris Paul wouldn't have got hurt. Because uh, it was the, the simple fact was uh, when, when you're playing with somebody on your team and y'all, y'all's chemistry is off or y'all argue, then it, that that can cause it because you're not trusting your other teammates or that person's having it's put stress on that body Absolutely. in an 82 game NBA season plus the playoffs. So so a lot of the injuries that's taking place is due to the team the teammates. And so I say that to say this: uh, Russell Westbrook, when he got traded to the Rockets, and and as I mentioned in the playoffs that first year, mm. they played the Lakers. Russell Westbrook bought into the Houston. They got him to the playoffs, but his stats suffered because you were dealing with LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You were dealing with that star-packed Lakers team. Yeah. And, you know, Russell Westbrook was giving it his all. Yeah. I just remember watching that series and seeing LeBron James, like, go basketball god mode, blocking shots making West, Russell Westbrook look great. And, and Russell Westbrook was playing hurt next year. People didn't really notice that. And James Harden basically sold that Houston team. The, his friend came to Houston to play with him, and he sold it. And then behind his back was basically saying, you need to get rid of, you need to get rid of Westbrook. And what did they do to Westbrook? They traded him to the Wizards. And when Westbrook went to the Wizards, he had a down season in the beginning, just like he did, like he's having this year with the Lakers. But it was it's a lot worse this year. But but Russell Westbrook, at about right at the All Star break, he turned his he turned that whole Wizards team around and got them to the playoffs. And so, and it was because he bought into his team. He played team ball. Yeah. Yes, he missed shots. Yes, he doesn't have a lethal three-point shot, but he does everything else right. He, he he's, he's he pat 
yes, he gets double digits in assists. Yes, he gets double digits in rebounds. And, uh, I mean, the guy's won, like, two score titles. So, I mean, he's doing something right. And uh, But, again, Russell Westbrook's main problem is he just don't know how to slow down. And um, what he's learning now is his games have to change with the Lakers. And uh, the, the media, in my opinion, has put Russell Westbrook where he's at. Because last year they tried to marry West, Russell Westbrook when he was with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it, though. This year it's working because he's in L.A. He's in L.A. Uh, the Lakers have a lot of players hurt. The team that, that, that they built for this team is not like they signed Kendrick Dunn, who's a, a wonderful young point guard and two guard. He can shoot threes. He's he's supposed to be the guy next to Russell Westbrook that's going to help him out. But we haven't seen him yet. We're going to probably see him in March, and uh, I can guarantee you that it's going to turn that Laker team around. Uh, they're a team that you're not going to want to see in the play-in. LeBron James and year 19, Anthony Davis just coming off injury. I'm not I'm not saying by no means the Lakers are better than the Suns and will ever be, especially this year. The Suns are great. But if I'm, if I'm a team in the Western Conference, I do not want to be the Lakers. And with, that, with all that being said, the chemistry and the media, Russell Westbrook, Regardless of what people are saying about him, even this year, he's been loyal, and you can't really. Uh, that's why I pick. You know, that's why I stand with him because because he's loyal. Yeah. And versus James Hart, who isn't loyal. Yeah, like, no, I know. I mean, Harden, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. James, yes, and so so I say that to say this: James Harden begged to go to get out of Houston, went to Brooklyn to play with Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, this team is the best team ever formed on paper, in my opinion. But the game is not played on paper, and that's the problem. Well, that and the simple fact with injuries. Yeah. The simple fact with not trusting coaching. Yeah. And then telling coaching that you don't want to trade. And then the Cubs are standing with the fans and saying, yeah, we're not going to trade you. But then going behind everybody's back and saying, I want out. But I don't want it to be the media to know so, so the fans don't hate me. And, but the, but the, but the uh, media wanted James Harden to go to the 76ers because they want basketball to be big and feeling. And you got a superstar in Ben Simmons. Which, which I want to share real quick about him. It just makes it look good. So, with Ben Simmons, Philadelphia, that playoff series was terrible. And the, But the year before that, the other superstar in Philly, who they blamed Ben Simmons for not shooting. But, the, but that game seven, when Kawhi Leonard hit that buzzer beater, it was on NB. That was on NB. And nobody bashed him me. But the following year, Ben Simmons struggled from free throws. The team didn't support him. And they pretty much buried this 23-year-old uh, 
brilliant. They said garbage. He, he averaged 11 points a game in the playoff. He averaged uh, about one block, one steal. He averaged eight assists, seven uh, um, rebounds, and um, 30% of the free throw line, which was pretty embarrassing. But he was only attempting six a game, so he was two for six pretty much every game. Yeah. But he still had a he still had a field goal percentage of sixty percent, and you know that's not good at all. But it was a team effort, and I think you're a team. You know, if you look at Ben Simmons and you really watch him play, he's like a magic dot. He runs the point guard at an even taller size magic. He's unguardable, but yet the system that the 76ers are playing is around Embiid, not Simmons. Yeah. You know, they switch shooters around him, but at the same time, they, they take the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands. Um, if, if I was the coach of the 76ers, I would, I would make those guys play like Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal. But instead, they want the they want the center to shoot all the three and handle the ball. When you got a six foot ten point guard that could be slashing, that could be passing more, that could be you know playing off his game. And so that playoff series uh, was we we witnessed Ben Simmons not play his normal game. Yeah. His normal game on paper. 15 points a game. Well, no. His normal his normal points on the paper are 15 points a game, one block a game, almost two steals a game, seven assists, eight rebounds, uh, 60% from free throw, free throw, and uh, about 56% from the field. And so at and he can't shoot threes. He doesn't shoot threes, which which we look at all the older point guards in the league and they they survive without shoot three. Like, but eventually most of them got a three-point shot. So the only thing that Ben Simmons is lacking is a jump shot. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, everybody says if Ben Simmons gets a jump shot, he will be probably the best player in the league. And um, he would be like Giannis. They're the same size and the same type of player. The only thing different between Giannis and Ben Simmons is Giannis is probably a little bigger, a couple years older. But as far as point guard goes, Ben Simmons has got Giannis beat. And he's a better defender. Ben Simmons has got uh, has led the league in steals. He's got three all-star appearances. If he played this year, he would have four. So with even even averaging uh, not the best in points and threes, he makes the all-star team just because of his defense alone. So he's an elite defender like the Kawhi Leonard. And uh, you don't have that many guards that can play elite defense. And even the series when they played against Atlanta Hall, Ben Simmons was all over training. Trey Young could not get a shot over him. It was blocked all day long. So, but the media didn't want you to see that. They just wanted you to see that this guy can't shoot free throws. 
Uh, he can't shoot threes. He's struggling. He's and he didn't play a whole year. And they're saying because he was out and bad, but reality was, if I was a player, I wouldn't want to play for a team that didn't want me either. When there's other teams that want him. So now, this is a real test with Ben Simmons. Can't really say he's not loyal. His loyalty's on the line. I say that. But I'll close with this. Got a 6'10 point guard. Got a 16 scorer who's the, one of the best players to ever play the game in Kevin Durant. And you got a point guard in Kyrie Irving. We won't I won't discuss how I feel about him on this podcast unless you want me to. But No, it's all open. It's all open. Oh man. Oh Kyrie Irving is another one of those players that drama, 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 drama. But when he buys into a system you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. And he's limited right now because of the mass mandate. But I say this. If this Brooklyn Nets team can get along, I think on paper, they're better than they were with James Harden. They got Seth Curry. They got Andre Drummond. They added Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and Ben Simmons. And I think they added somebody else. And future first round pick. Yeah. All for Ben Card and Paul Milson. Now, even if Ben Simmons doesn't play, you added Seth Curry, you added Andre Drummond, a center that any NBA team would love. The Lakers, the Lakers, they ran him out of LA. This guy's this guy has had 30 point 30 point game, 17 boards, 20 boards. As a backup center. And people can just trade him away. That's what's with the NBA. They're 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 want they're, they're want to eliminate bigs in general. And Ben Simmons is a, an example. Andre Drummond is an example. Uh, the league hasn't seen players like Ben Simmons and the Greek. Uh, but now the Greek, that the Greek freaks uh, making threes a little bit. We witnessed him win a championship last year, not shoot good from the three. So I think Ben Simmons got to use that same energy, and he'll have more shooters. Um, the players that's going to play around him going to be able to play off the ball more, and we're going to see we're going to see him at his full potential now. And I hate the 76ers didn't get to experience that, but. The, the key is, can Ben Simmons be loyal? But also, the key is also definitely through Kyrie Irving in the mix. Can Kyrie Irving be loyal? Can he not turn into James Harden? Can he, can he not do what he did in Boston? Or Cleveland? I get, I get the Cleveland because he didn't want to play around LeBron. But can he swallow his pride and be as great as we believe he is? Yeah, no, I mean, there, there's, there's not a whole, whole lot that that I, you know, disagree with you, but like, but back to the question that that that, that kind of started everything, and, and what I was trying to say um, earlier, 
you know, um, on your your post because what kind of brought it up, what brought me sharing the uh, the tweet from um, 98.7 FM Arizona Sports is you said that uh, you know Ben Simmons is is finally free, and I commented maybe a little harshly, but hey, the, it, I guess now that I'm. It, you know, quote unquote media, they're going to be harsh sometimes, and 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 my opinion is is going to be my opinion. I said he wouldn't have to be free if he was actually good, and so. But back to the question, though, is I said, it, it, or that, that that they had asked, and I remember exactly now. But I, I said it earlier just to remind everybody what we're talking about is which three um, embattled. Um, em em battled embattled uh, point guards. If you had to choose, if you had to have one, um, and for those that know, embattled is just uh, um, meaning you know uh, struggling or or, or uh, you know kind of turned off by you know by by their actions or something. That's kind of, kind of basically what embattled means. But which three embattled point guards? You know, would would you take to you know start your team right now? And you know, again, the uh, the choices were uh, Ben Simmons, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. And and just for you know, if I had to, like I said, was James Harden. But I would choose none. And here and here here's why. Just to kind of you know recap with everybody. But here's why I say none. And it has very little to do with the fact that my my team the Phoenix Suns has Chris Paul but it has more to do with clearly those three guys um, are not really well well liked there I mean there there's a reason why they're being traded or asking for a trade um, and which whether they're being traded or asking for a trade um, is where where I have the issue. And the reason why I say that is because if you are asking for a trade and you're in contract, fulfill the dadgum contract. Like, and I understand that it's the way things are right now. I totally get it. Like, you know, and, and it's kind of annoying that like okay I'm not happy with this contract that I signed I want out and my biggest beef with James Harden is and, and exactly like you said he hasn't been loyal he you know he he said you know reports came out that he you know yeah. didn't formally request a trade but he asked for one uh, or you know that he he made it known that he wanted one because he was uh, you know because he was uh, not happy. So like I'm like all right, and the reason why he didn't want uh, out wanted out that he wanted one is because he didn't want his name dragged through the mud. Well, sorry, James Harden. That's going to happen anyway because everybody knows exactly what you wanted and what you were looking for, and you got it. And it was proven when everybody, um, when I say everybody, you have LeBron and you have Ke Ke uh, Kevin Durant, the um, 
the TNT crew talking about you know the the uh, starters and reserves for the All Star break uh, and and picking their teams and guess who was the last one picked James James Harden and they were they were knocking on him they were cl- he was he was clowned upon even to the point where uh, Kevin Durant's like man you know those last three picks I I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, I need some size to com- combat what you got going over there, Braun. And, it, you know, some people that are listening right now that you don't know what I'm talking about, just go ahead and look it up. The video is all there. But, you know, it was between, you know, um, you know, uh, I can't remember who was a sen- the center from the Jazz. I can't remember his name. Ben, uh, uh, go Bear. Yeah, Go Bear. And, um,. You know, and and James Harden, and I think one other, but you know, and so it comes down to it that uh, LeBron, you know, by default chooses James Harden, and before he even chooses him, he said, "Well, is 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 James even healthy?" And the reason why he asked that is because James Harden had, I put this in air quotes, had a hamstring injury. Basically, it's to get his trade and uh, and uh, get get out of his second team in in less than two years, force himself out, and that's the reason why I don't like him, and and why I wouldn't want him on my team. He might he might be a great guard, whether it's point or or the two, that's fine. He has the stats, but um, stats alone for me, it. I don't want him on my team. That that stats alone isn't going to take me. I want to see someone that's going to be uh, a leader and dedicated. And and if you're not, I don't want you. I'm sorry. I don't want you. Sorry, not sorry. I don't want you. And so, yeah, and I I agree with you, man. That uh, this year, if you look at his stats, they're down. Yeah. Because of just all that he's got going on, and he's he's miserable. He's miserable, and it's proven. You know, he's he's on the downhill. Yeah. Because of uh, just like just like everything you just said. Yeah. So, and then as far as um, as far as Russell Westbrook, and I've been telling everybody this. Um, the biggest reason why I wouldn't want him on my team is, yeah, he'll be all about all about the stats and stuff like that. And he gets a lot of them. He's Mr. Triple-Double. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's a great, great player. But again, it, it, my default for all three of these guys is all, you know, whether it's performance-based or leadership-based, but most of it is is a combination of both. And I've told you this, as great as Russell Westbrook is, and he's kind of been on a decline. I don't know what's going on in there. You know better than me as far as delay. Uh, you know what's going on with him and the Lakers. He's being benched a lot. There's obviously reason for it. I don't know, but um, you know, I honestly believe this, and, and we'll agree to disagree. Uh, Russell Westbrook will never, and you, you, I take this as a bank, will never lead his team to a championship. On you know being Mr. Triple Double alone, I don't think he has the ability to lead his team. He's a very, very center, self-centered, selfish player, 
and I don't want that on on my team. You know, I, I you take your triple doubles and go play somewhere else. That's fine. I like I I don't I don't want that. And it like sometimes it really it really doesn't even have to do you know with you know his age or anything like that. And he's really not all all that old, but. You know, there are a bunch of old heads on that Lakers team. And as far as Ben Simmons, maybe he didn't get a fair shot. Um, and there's a lot of lot of drama in, involved with Ben Simmons. Um, he was a, a, a small forward. He might, he might be incorrectly, you know, playing, really. He came out of the draft, and, and I know you know this, he came out of the draft as a small forward. He was drafted from LSU as a small forward. I loved him at LSU. He was a phenomenal player. And I don't know why Philadelphia, maybe it was his size. I have no idea. Maybe he felt like that he had the ball uh, skills or maybe they just didn't have someone to play the point. So he was the point by default. I don't think he should play the point. I don't think he has I I don't think he has the the this the you know, he's you know, like you said better on defense. I don't think he has the Maybe the I don't know if it's the mindset or what it is, you know. There, there doesn't make any sense to draft a small forward and put him at the point. The only time you do stuff like that is when you're playing small ball, and you know the reason why you play small ball is because you don't have the big guys to handle a team that does. That's why you play small ball, is because you can you you try to use your quickness and athleticism to beat. A team that has big dudes. They're big guys out there because the big guys are usually smaller, or excuse me, usually a little bit less athletic. That's the reason why you 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 stick a small forward at the point. But it doesn't make any sense. So he might not have had a fair shot, but with with, with his, um, you know, his uh, uh performance going down and, and leadership. I, you know that's the reason why why I don't I don't I don't want him. I wouldn't want him on my team. And again, it has nothing to do with the fact that my my sons have Chris Chris Paul. I just you know I don't want him. And but what I the biggest thing that I agree with you and uh, is that you said when they you know James Harden and uh, Russ and Durant were all at Oklahoma City. You know, I don't know if it's so much that Harden wanted to leave as much as it is they couldn't financially pay him. I think he, you know, the, the, when he was there, he was the sixth man. And like you said, he wanted to be a part of the everyday lineup. And I don't know if that's the direction they wanted to go. And clearly they didn't have the money to pay for him, Russ, and Kevin Durant all. So he was the odd man out. And I will agree if they were all three of them, if Oklahoma City could have made it work somehow, some way to keep all three of those. I've said this to multiple people uh, that they they would have they probably would have won some championships by now, um, especially if their career went the same way. I was all about James Harden coming out of uh, um, a- ASU. Yeah, that's 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 my school. I didn't go there, but that that's 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 my my team. You know, I'm from Arizona. They play right there in Tempe. Uh, that it's like that. That's that. That's my guys. Like, you know, forks up. I'm all about it. And you know, he's, he was a phenomenal player coming out of there. I I I liked him in Oklahoma City. I liked him um, in in Houston. But you know, when when he got tired of whatever he was getting tired of, 
whether it's, you know, not building around him, Houston's bad management down the stretch, and then whatever caused him to want the trade, the way he left, the way he, you know, he's like, you know, came in out of shape, demanded his trade to Brooklyn, and now demanded this trade. It's like, I, I, don't, I have no love for him. And I, I ever since then, you know, uh, so the Sun Devils, they'll they'll make posts about, you know, another triple-double for, for the former Sun Devil. I won't even share it anymore. Like, I have, I want, I don't, I want nothing to do with him. He's, at, to me, his attitude about things, and whether right or wrong, I I don't even want to call him a Sun Devil. He's, it's, a, it's a disgrace to the program, in my opinion. That, 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 that's my, that's my, my rundown. And so a lot of these, these guys... You know they got to get their stuff together, and you know I, the the Suns they're they're they are the anti, you know the the antidote the anti heroes if you will because everybody is trying to you know force their way out or force their way to these these super teams, and you know that you know the Suns have just got a bunch of dudes that are willing to follow Chris Paul's leadership and they win games they win however you know they they, they 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 do whatever they can to to beat you that's what they do they 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 play for each other it's a we score mentality if you you know anybody that listening right now you've heard me say it all the time that monty williams it's a we score they play for each other and that's one thing big thing that they talk about on the broadcasts the national broadcasts all the time is it's a we score mentality over there. It's not. It's 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 unselfish ba- basketball. But every other team, yeah, I don't care who you are. It's all about me, and that's another. That's the reason why I'm not a big fan of those those three um, embattled uh, guards. I I've just you know it's it, it, no matter how you slice it. In my opinion. They're not. They're not good for my team. Maybe now the thing you know, they are quote unquote happy. I they, it might work out. I don't know, but I I don't think it's going. It's going to be, you know, what everybody thinks it is. But I mean, uh, you know, I, I've been I've been wrong before. I've been wrong before. So, uh, I agree, man. I, I totally agree with you for the most part. And- I, and I, I like this fact, too, about the Phoenix Suns, is when, when Devin Booker first came in the league, because I, I remember going to a preseason game in San Antonio, and they let him play for, like, a minute. And I knew I knew about Devin Booker because I had friends that would play with him in, in high school when he was in Mississippi. And I, I, I knew that dude was bad to the bone. But, and, and they wanted him to play point guard. They, they they begged him to play point guard, but the cool thing about Devin Booker was he didn't buy into the hype. He bought into playing off the ball, and it wasn't as crispy for him until Chris Paul got there. Yeah. And if well, the guy wanted to, he could score 40, 50 points every game. Sure, absolutely. But, but he does he he, he plays to win. Yeah, I think I think I really wish they could have got it done last year against the Bucks, but that Bucks team played great basketball too. They had a great point guard in Holiday, which, by the way, 
doesn't get enough respect. He's one of the best defenders in the league, if not the best guard defender. Uh, he, New Orleans, I went to a New Orleans game, and the game that Anthony Davis went back to New Orleans, and that the fans were booing him out of New Orleans. And they yeah. traded him. The media didn't even put that out, but New Orleans booed Drew Holiday out of the city. The guy dropped like 40 points the game. Anthony Davis dropped 50. Uh, but but you know there's you have teams like the the Suns that are very passionate about their fan base is very passionate about their team and you got teams like the New Orleans uh, Pelicans they wonder why they can't keep talent they don't support their players and you know the the player goes to the finals and wins a championship and you're like oh well oh is he still not a top guard. Yeah, he's a top guard. It's just he's just not the ideal guard that they want to uh, to uh, promote. Chris Paul has always been the ideal guard to promote. Now that he's injured, they don't really want to push him. And, and Drew Holiday is kind of heading that way. He's uh, like I said, he's one of the great, great, great guards we have in the league. Um, and um, you know, a lot a lot of players just get overlooked because. They're not what's gonna. They're not. They're not the ones gonna be selling the tickets. And um, so I, I think last year's finals was one of the best because we had two teams that nobody wanted to go all the way or win it all. Yeah. And I think this year we might see the same thing. If uh, if if, if I, we may even have the same. I, I'm predicting now. We may even see the same two teams in the finals this year. Yeah. If if they keep playing as hard as they are playing, because because again, there's no I in team, and uh, both teams uh, are setting themselves up. They they're adding more people. Yeah. And uh, it's it's phenomenal. And so, like teams like the Nets, teams like uh, the Chicago Bulls, amazing. Amazing, amazing. They're picking up players that other teams are throwing away. Like, yeah, you know, these team building, these teams that are like, it's not about one player no more. It's about, they're, they're, like Chicago Bulls is another example, you know, great fan base. And they're actually building a basketball team versus having a one-man show. And it's 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 looking great, man. So, No, I, I mean, I agree. We've got some, we've got some exciting uh basketball uh coming ahead of us and uh yeah it's it's kind of sad that we're even on this podcast that we're having this discussion about these i mean three guards that are great players but why we would or would not want them on our team and and i think you nailed it and and that's why i really wanted to hop on this podcast with you is we got to get back to team ball because it when the ball's not moving even even as a coach and even as a player you know the game's not fun so uh, like with Charlotte the Charlotte Hornets if you watch them they're a fun team to watch yeah everybody's touching the ball you know so LaMelo ball is going to score 30 a game but if you watch how they play everybody's getting elevated you got mm-hmm. a you got a power forward on their team that any other team he'd probably average ten points a game. 
this dude's averaging more points than LaMelo Ball. Yeah. <laughs> and and Miles Bridges. And it's like, wow. And I don't even know I don't even think he made the all star team. <laughs> no, I mean he, he, who? <laughs> My Miles or I don't think I don't I don't think he did either, but I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's. I think his brother plays for your son. Um, yeah, I you know I'm not sure. I don't know Mikhail who. Mikael Bridges. I don't I don't know if there's any relation there. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard it, but I don't know. I might be wrong, but I thought they played together in college, and I thought they were brothers. But, hey, but yeah, they. But anyways, you know, it just it just shows you like. There's some underrated players in the league. Uh, it's because they're playing team basketball. <laughs> and I stat packing. Mm, I just looked it up just just out of curiosity. Now that uh, uh, there's no relation to uh, no relation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just last name, but no, I I, uh, I I I agree. You know, they're they're you know fun to watch um you know team basketball is is a is a loss a uh, lost art and i mean there it it won't be it, it you know everybody has got to you know learn to play differently and like uh, you hear other comments that people make about phoenix and especially you know, uh, Chuck, uh, he'll always say, you know, uh, he said on the broadcast the other day when they were playing, um, Milwaukee or no. Yeah. When they were playing, you know, uh, Milwaukee and, and it was at the half point or half point at the halftime, he said the, he said the Suns are getting what they want. They're wanting with DeAndre Ayton right now, and it's because of the ball movement, and it's because the you know all the the switching. The league has kind of gone to that switching, which is you know I, I don't agree with it. You you just like you you know instead of fighting over or through your screens, you just well, I'll just switch and let someone else handle this guy. That, that, that I might be better at defending, but because I can't fight through the screen, I'm going to let someone else take him. And so the ball movement goes. You have, you know, possessions where Phoenix will pass the ball, you know, uh, so many times that every player on the team gets it. And then because of the switching, you know, you have DeAndre Ayton, who's seven foot, and he's a mismatch for just about everybody on the team, but because the way the league is right now, everybody wants to jack up threes, you know, the you don't have the paint game anymore. And, you know, DeAndre Ayton is, like I said, a mismatch. You have someone that's, you know, 6'8", six, 6'5", six, on him. All day I'm taking the seven-foot center. They can go up, back you down, and 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 uh, and, and take it to the cup. It's all about putting points on the board. What's the easiest way to do that? Back you down, take it to the cup. Don't try to make a difficult jump shot, uh, a deep, a deep two or, or a three pointer. Uh, when you know uh, you have you, you can you have mismatches and and you can just just go in there and score. And and so you know Charles Barkley, Chuck, he just said 
man, we got a bunch of freaking dummies out there in the NBA that, uh, nowadays because they want to jack up threes. And, and But you have this Phoenix team that plays sound fundamental basketball. They pass the ball. They find their mismatches. And, uh, you know, they're not afraid to hit some twos. You know, Booker and and, and uh, Chris Paul, they're lethal from, from two. You know, everybody else is looking for someone that is lethal from, from downtown. And, you know, you might win some games that way. But you need to play um, sound basketball, and when you do, that, that you see what happens. And again, it's the we, it's the we score mentality. One thing you brought up that I want to—I know we're kind of we're jumping all over the place, but hey, that's just the way this this one was going to go. But you you brought up something that I was going to talk about when I, uh, you know, when when I was talking about Chris Paul, and that is you talked about Devin Booker. That he decided, you know, um, that he decided to to stay and stick it out, and that's why what I what I'm so excited about, and you know why I like him and what he's done is because, <coughs> excuse me, it, that he did stick it out. You have, you know, just a couple of years ago, you had, um, man, what is his name? From Michigan or Michigan State, uh, uh, Warriors uh, player, Michigan Draymond State, Green. Draymond Green, saying, "Hey, we got to get my man Book out of Phoenix." Chris Paul gets there, uh, brings this culture with him. But uh, uh, Monty Williams is there, brings this culture with him, and, and between the uh, Monty Williams and, and Chris Paul, they they get things done, and now. Book, he doesn't have to leave. I don't think he was going to anyway. He embraced this city from from day one, and he was loyal. Talk about you want to talk about someone who's loyal to their team. Booker is loyal to it, loyal to his team, and he, you know, yeah, all these other players like man, Book needs to leave. Everybody's like, hey, Book needs to leave. And for as a Suns fan, I can't tell you how many times, oh, man, I'm kind of nervous uh, that, that that Book is going to leave. And and uh, and this year, you know, he's he's playing with you know, Car Anthony Towns on uh, on Team Durant, and you know, in past years, if that ever happened, I'm like, man, they're going to be talking. And he's a big fan of Car uh, Anthony Towns. He's his he's his boy. They play together um, in in Kentucky. And before Chris Paul, you'd be so nervous. For uh, Booker to play with Car Anthony Towns, that he would want to leave. Now, the everything, the the culture, everybody sees what the culture is in Phoenix. Shoot, I, I'm not saying this will happen, but I think it could be the other way around. Car Anthony Towns would want to leave and come play Phoenix, and I'd I'd welcome that. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, the culture is totally shifted, and it has just been a little over, you know, 18, 20 months. Of, of Chris Paul being there and and I absolutely love it but like I said you want to talk about someone that's loyal you talk about uh Booker would you would you say would you if you could do it it because uh, you could probably only keep one would you trade Carl Anthony Towns for eight no no okay and and, and I and 
Um, I'll tell you why. Um, uh, as I stumble from my words, uh, um, um, I really like, you know, maybe last year or the year before I would have, but I really like what I saw with DeAndre Ayton in the finals. And, um, I really like, uh, you know, where he's going. I think he's, you know, with Chris Paul, he's really taken his game up. I would like to see him to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more ferocious, with the ball, I like to see him be a little bit more physical, um, yeah. and I'd like to see him, uh, you know, uh, just 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 be be more more physical. But he's he's getting there. I think he has the all the talent you want, and I wouldn't want to mess you know mess with the uh, with the chemistry you know. Uh, too much right now and I just I really like you know what's what's going on uh, over there so I you know it, that I answered quickly and somebody said man you're crazy but no I just really you know I really see what what you know um, DA is is doing and I, I think you know I'm, I'm believing him but I never want to lower the bar on DeAndre and I never want to lower it I always want to raise it and he played very well this past year um, in in the playoffs, uh, I mean, got handled by Giannis, but I mean, everybody, you know, for the most part, gets handled by Giannis. So it's not like the you know, the end of the world. And I think I think it's going to be um, it's going to be it's going to be good. And it's going to be close. Um, and this year, you know, just like Jeff Javel McGee said, hey, if we if, if Phoenix would have got me last year, we we would have won. He said that, and I'm like, you know what? I absolutely believe it because the things I'm seeing from Jibel McGee, they would have won. And uh, I know, you know, um, I know um, the Bucks were missing some guys. They had some guys they, some people say, stupidly traded away. Um, and then you have Connaughton. He, you know, broke his hand the other night, you know, playing against Phoenix. Uh, um, and so it, it's going to be tough, but because of the, the big men and the depth that Phoenix has, it's a lot better depth. Um, it, it's, it'd be a, another good series, but I think it would be in favor of the Suns this it's time. It's going to be great. They just signed, uh, the Bucks just signed Serge Ibaka too. Yeah. And they're about to sign Marcus Hall. Yep. Yep. They're getting ready. They know. They know what time it is. Because then y'all got deep. It's going to really be fun in the, in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. And I love Frank. I, and I love Frank. Yeah, no, I, I like I like Frank, too. I, I'm, I'm a big Frank Kaminsky fan. Um, and, uh, He's a player that they gave up on, too. Gave up on him. Yeah. But I see, I can see in the future though, D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, Carl uh, uh, Anthony Towns, and Ben Simmons playing on the same team. Yeah. They're all buddies. It's going to happen. And it might be for Phoenix. 
Oh. Yeah. You better, you better, you better get to liking Ben Simmons because I'm telling you, they're all buddies. <laughs> well, I mean that, that's 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 that that's all right. I mean, whatever. It, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. And it's a discussion for another day, man. I appreciate you, you, you joining me. Um, it's, uh, I know it's getting late and it's. David and Mobile, thank you for listening as always. If you don't mind, please give us a follow on Facebook at Sports Talk with David and Mobile. That's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on. Also, if you really like what you hear, please subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever you gotta do. We appreciate it. Share it with your friends, your family, anybody listening. We are available on all types of platforms. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. More are coming, so I'll definitely keep you up to date on that. I really do appreciate you guys for listening, as always. Like I said, please subscribe, give us a follow. Thank you.